they're like looking the other way and they go, ooh, ow, ooh, uh, 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 boom. And then they head eyes you and you're dead. Oh my yeah. God. And like, yeah. and it's those moments where you're like, uh, just like, ooh, I'm gonna, I got this guy. Like, and then all of a sudden you're dead. And it's like, it, it's so hurtful. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the Pogger's things in life, like music, content creation, and video games, with a heavy focus on the first-person shooter, Escape from Tarkov. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an Escape from Tarkov YouTuber, Twitch streamer, general content creator. And I'm Veritas, the guy who didn't just forget his entire identity. You're like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> YouTuber. What, what am I? <laughs> but more importantly, speaking of identity, I'm here mm. with the Loot Lord himself the, the man Lord. the myth the legend uh, Aqua, <laughs> FPS. welcome my friend how you doing thanks i'm doing all right thanks for having me oh, i'm thanks excited for, thanks for coming on yeah happy birthday by the way bud oh god i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> which actually by the way i need to know i have no idea what that meme is where did that come from you know we've been saying that we were about to have you on the show for like a week and at least three times a day on my stream somebody pops in just to say Please tell Aqua happy birthday. And then they leave. Just, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't even know it was a meme. I thought it was legit. I was going to be like, happy birthday, man. <laughs> no, no, it's no. not my birthday at all. <laughs> it hasn't been since February. Um, but I, yeah, for some reason, every day is my birthday. I, I don't, I can't explain you it. You just aren't even in control of the meme. No, it, it, I literally like someone just said like, you know, as a figure of speech, like when when they donated or something, they were just yeah. like, "Hey, happy birthday!" You know, just like that. And I was like, "It's not it's not my birthday, but but thank you or something." And then yeah. just they really just latched onto that, and every day it's my birthday now. This is what happens um, when the internet. Have you ever been like at a restaurant and then somebody's like, "Oh, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna tell the waiter it's Jimmy's birthday," and they bring they sing. This is like the internet version of that where it just never dies <laughs> and it's your birthday for forever and the dream never ends. Right. You this can't like you a, can't go to friendlies without someone's birth without it being someone's birthday. Yeah. Wow. Friendlies. <laughs> Sorry. That's a fucking throwback. Uh, no, I was gonna say like that's been like a Twitch meme. Please do it to Tim the Tatman all the time and stuff. But yeah. it, it's always only there for like an hour. It doesn't ever yeah. persist longer than that. So the fact that it's oh. persisted on yours, it's been months. Yeah, months. Yeah. Do you ever get like the odd Twitch Prime out of it by accident? I'm sure. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask if you've uh, ever just leaned in and been like, you know what, I want for my birthday, Chad. Fuck it, it's Your my birthday. Twitch Prime sub. <laughs> well, I I always say that it's not my birthday because yeah. I don't want to swindle or bamboozle. Yeah. But but uh, I'm sure there are people who like are like, oh, it's his birthday, Twitch Prime. <laughs> like yeah. I'm sure that happens. I mean, it's not the worst uh, thing yeah. to happen during a stream, but it's uh, very persistent and uh, strange. That's well, happy birthday. Super funny. Yep. <laughs> Fuck <Okay>. you. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Finally, someone speaks to me like an adult around here. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I'd love to dive in first by just uh, hearing a little bit about, um, I guess, how you started on, like, before we get into like Tarkov or anything, but like your content creation journey. I mean, 
I, I pulled up your YouTube channel and the oldest video is 12 years ago on yeah. the same channel. And I noticed the the very, I just, so many amazing things happened when I looked, uh, when I went to the, like the oldest of your YouTube videos, cause you've got your second video is graphic skateboarding wrist break. Yeah. And then the third <laughs> video is daily photo for a year with 1.2 million views. So it's been a wild ride. <laughs> so coming from there to the loot Lord and everything in between, like how did that, did you set out to just kind of meme around on YouTube or kind of how did that start? I used to, like, I always liked to do video stuff. Like I took a big interest in that. Cause I was like always trying to be Bam Margera with my friends. I nice. just watched the wrist. Break. Like in CKY. No. I can't watch it. Ah. <laughs> Can't watch what? He said he just watched the wrist break. Oh, oh, it's gross. Yeah, it's super gross. Don't watch it. Oh, thank well, you. Um, too late. Sorry I interrupted you. I just... Oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's super gross. It wasn't my wrist. That was my friend. A lot of people think that was me in the video. I was the dumb kid in the Habitat shirt who like went like, oh, like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I used to just like upload random stuff i've got a bunch of old skate videos and like you know jumping off stuff videos with my dumb friends when i was younger but i used to just upload random shit to youtube yeah um and the daily photo thing kind of slid under the radar for a while but all of a sudden youtube was like i'm gonna show this to a million people <laughs> just for, and it's just been like just just getting so many views over the last couple months and i can't explain why but that's uh so funny that's another thing <laughs> people like there's one photo from that where i have like joker makeup on from because it was Hall halloween okay and like the move the joker had just or the dark knight had just uh... come out so like everyone was dressed as the joker that year i bet there's a high chance that either of you guys were yeah. and uh i've just received that image on twitter constantly now and <laughs> uh it's just yeah but um I uh, I don't know. I to answer your question a little more thoroughly, I just I well I, that wrist break video like that got like fourteen thousand views or something, mm -hmm. um, which was a lot back then in like two thousand nine or whenever it was. Yep. Um, and uh, that got me like, and to be like um, a YouTube partner, I think it was called at the time. Like you needed to be selected to be able to monetize. And like, I made like 11 cents over like 10 years. And- uh, You pay taxes on that? No. Oh shit, we gotta cut <laughs> I, that out. Actually, I, uh, I paid about seven cents in tax, but yeah. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but- uh, yeah, so I don't know. I figured like I have this like partner channel, which I didn't realize at the time yeah. didn't matter anymore. And I was like, I play a lot of video games. I'm just gonna like try this out. So do something with it. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. It's cool how it can be like that. A lot of people that yeah have have been posting content that long. Yeah, it's just it all started. It was all just, yeah, 2008, 2009, 2010, kids doing stupid stuff, uploading it to YouTube. And yep. so many of those people that ended up doing something else, but kind of being able to roll those channels into it because it was YouTube was just like the Wild West back then. I know yeah. like the, 
it's, it's I heard something similar to the, like the photo photo every day for a year thing. Like Linus Tech Tips, like one of the biggest YouTube channels ever. His most viewed video is him unboxing a fire truck. It was a toy. It was an actual toy. It wasn't a PC part at all. But it was exactly. It was like ten years later, the YouTube algorithm just decided that was a thing. It's got like twenty million views or something like that. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, stuff from people's past that they just uploaded like on a whim or like yeah. going. The same thing happened to Wellen. He's got this video of him like power lifting some like heavy fucking weight or something like going all over the uh, all over you. It's pretty funny. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, YouTube is like this is relevant. I need to show this. <laughs> I need the algorithm. Yeah, just picks up some weird stuff. It was probably something like fucking Bob the Builder cartoon season eight came out and it was all focused on fire trucks. And then someday, one day, yeah, a bunch exactly. of kids started Googling it and it just happened to match his fucking tags, which then all of a sudden just fast tracked it into the algorithm because, oh, he's got all these subscribers. And it just... Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I have no... F I upload to YouTube all the time. I have no idea how that shit works. I have no idea. <laughs> I just like I, hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> I try to understand it as much as possible, but it really is just a mind of its own. Because yeah. it can it can deal with so much more information than we can, you know, trends across the country or the globe or anything and it just whatever it's it's holy water, whatever it touches, whatever it deems worthy just gets the views. Yeah. All the views. But I know that you kind of then transitioned and do, did a lot of rust stuff. Was that kind of your first like hardcore like content creation kind of game where you were not just playing a game but you were like playing it to create yeah. videos or stuff out of it mm, i i did like cs go for a second there because okay. i was playing a lot of that but yeah rust for sure because i was like influenced because uh i like i played a lot of rust like legacy Mm -hmm. And then, like, I discovered that people were, like, streaming Rust and, like, making videos on Rust. And I found, like, um, Sir Winter and Vertigo on there and watched their stuff. And they had, like, a different kind of take on, like, what it what a YouTube gaming video was, mm -hmm. or for, for me at least. And they just, like, talked to people and goofed around and stuff. So I was like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I tried it and yeah. That's cool. When did it like, yeah. when did you feel like it was turning into something that you could actually like do for a living? Like, was that pre Twitch or was that part of like hopping on Twitch too? Um, probably pre Twitch. I like, I like moonlit all this stuff for a super long time. Like I had like a full-time job and like, yeah. I would just like in my free time, just like rec like play rust and record it or like play whatever. Um, I was, I did like some D Daisy and some other stuff too. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I guess like when I got to like, I would say like 50,000 subs on YouTube, I was like, I might be on track for like a job yeah. here. <laughs> so, and then I, and then when I got to a hundred thousand, I, I just quit my job and kind of went all in there. Really? Which that was, was like exciting. Moment. Yeah. That's, that's when I feel like I was able to justify it to my parents. <laughs> hey, 
I'm quitting my job and playing video games. They they didn't get it at first. Yeah, a hundred thousand people. All right, a hundred thousand yeah. people. I felt like that was a big enough number for them to be like, okay, you can try this, but yeah, we still yeah. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, like what? How much? thought went into like the transition of going into Twitch and doing that as well. Was that just kind of like a natural progression where it's like, well, I, if I'm playing video games and now doing it full time, should I just stream it? Or was there like more to uh, kind of have some specific things you wanted to do with it? I just figured I would try it, you know, cause like I knew Twitch was a thing, but like, I definitely was more focused on YouTube to start. Yeah. But like, I was always really intimidated by it. Like I knew what it was. Cause I watched like Kriparian like beat Diablo three <laughs> on like hardcore or something, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that big event was. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I'd watched like a lot of wow on there and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like I knew about Twitch, but I was just, I was like, I didn't even want to touch that at first <laughs> and then event. Cause like, it just seemed so hard to do. Like I'm not yeah. very like tech tech savvy. Um, so like, I, I don't know. I just eventually was like, I, I, I want to try it. And, uh, I just kind of enjoyed it and stuck with it, even though I was like super bad at it. Like I didn't, I didn't watch any streams, not really. So like, I didn't know how to act on stream. So I was just like sitting there being a fucking weirdo <laughs> like the whole time. I don't know. Um, how, how I long ago, do, like, I guess. When did you start streaming? Like how long ago was that? Uh, let's see. I would say probably in late 2017. Okay. Yeah. I, I, just, don't quote me so, on that. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's yeah. just so interesting to see, like, you know, you've been posting videos for, I mean, over a decade, but like, you know, it sounds like seriously for like, you know, six, seven, eight years where you started posting a lot. Like, so you got to like grow kind of with the platforms a lot yeah you know what I mean? a little bit like where you were doing that whereas nowadays when people want to start a youtube channel or want to start a twitch stream it feels like there's this immense weight of like now there's a way to hack it you know you got to title your videos this way or thumbnail them this way or whatever whereas yeah. like you were kind of like growing with you were just kind of doing your own thing and youtube was figuring out what it wanted to be and you were figuring out what you wanted to be and it's kind of it, it's yeah. just interesting. I love asking, talking to people about that. It's funny because I was just talking to Pistilli yesterday about the same thing. But yeah, I I wouldn't say I started like actually posting the YouTube till like 2016 summer. Okay. Yeah. That's like when I was like, I want to be a gaming channel and I want to like make funny gaming videos and I'm going to start uploading regularly. Like, cause everything before that was like three years between each upload. And I would just put funny or weird yeah, stuff yeah, up yeah. there. And, uh, yeah. Um, that's kind of more how it happened to me or in my, in my eyes, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of similar to like Veritas' story, right? Where you were just making fa Facebook videos for your friends. You know what I mean? There was no, Whereas like me being a newer to it, it was, everything was like calculated. Whereas it, you guys were just like, you kind of got that start just doing whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, when I started, I just kind of like looked at the people that I was subscribed to, which 
was a whole smattering of like science and music and education channels and some gaming channels and stuff. And I actually didn't really watch a whole lot of um, a whole lot of PUBG or Tarkov content when I started to make videos outside of pretty much a shroud stream at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just was like, well, I see what I can find that I like and you know that that I've been viewing on Twitch over the last, I mean, on uh, YouTube over the last 10 years. And I think, you know, <laughs> I think some of these things will be good. And usually when I see these types of thumbnails, these are good and whatever. And then every now and then yeah. I find really interesting use cases that of people who are really successful that break that mold completely. Um, yeah. One of the ones that, uh, <clears throat> that I, I found recently was um, Emp Lemon, EMP Lemon. Um, he, his, um, it's one of those interesting things where you see a lot of channels and I'm one of them that the average view count on their videos is lower than their subscriber number. Um, and my guess is that it's probably like three quarters of the views they get are from subscribers. And then like the last quarter is from non-subscribers but there's still just like a lot of people that either don't have it in their feed or they are just stale subscribers, right? They're, they they mm -hmm. don't go on YouTube much anymore or whatever. Um, and he's one of those guys that has all of his videos have more views than his subscriber count, but all of his, um, his thumbnails and titles are all different than what I think I assumed <laughs> they should be like whenever I yeah. have a title, I always want the title to be explanatory. Ex you know, like even if I have a catchy thing, you know, like the unbelievable fight, I'll have like a dash and like escape from content, you know, escape from Tarkov, yeah, yeah. Un unedited full raid content. Like for some reason, I just feel like that needs to be there. And then yep. in my thumbnail, mm -hmm. it's like. I try to put everything in the thumbnail with words and with context to give people a total full idea of what is going the whole video is going to be about. And then mm -hmm. this guy, you know, when when you look at uh, when you look at what he does, um, like one of the videos is called, and I'm just picking a random one, um, the history of the world's highest jump. <laughs> You're just like, I need to know. And, and then there's like, there will never ever be another melee player like Hungrybox. And, that, <laughs> and then the quest for the blue check mark. And it's just like a hand reaching out for like the Twitter blue check mark. And it's like, <laughs> it doesn't tell you really anything. But that's almost, it almost explains why they're so popular in a weird way. Because like people yeah. are like, I have to know what the fuck yeah. this guy's talking about. It, it's like one of those things where. It seems that seems like you'd be more engaging for existing subscribers um, to be able to get your stuff into other people, new subscribers recommended feeds by almost yeah. teasing your existing subscribers into being like, what has he done this time? Yeah. Um, and then it'll just get recommended to enough people that they'll click on it. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if you have any experience with that or, but that's something that I've been seeing a lot of. Uh, yep. that I've been trying to like learn from especially other YouTubers who are more successful than me. I find that being vague is better for that reason. 
um, yeah. because people will click on it and be like, "Ooh, what's this all about?" You know. And I think like that check, like the quest for the check mark or whatever. That's like an internet pop culture thing, yeah. and like, yeah, that's kind of like more universally like recognized. Like I, you, like I think like something like unedited Tarkov gameplay, like. Nobody who doesn't play Tarkov, like, unless you, yeah. like, want to know about Tarkov, like, it's a little less, um, like, you know what you're getting with, yeah. with that. And I, was, I think curi curiosity is, is part of it. You do a really good, because I've noticed exactly that same phenomenon, Veritas, where it's crazy now when you just go to your home I guess it depends on who you're subscribed to, but now all of a sudden it's filled with like this, this video it's like posted 24 minutes ago has 2.7 million views. And the title is like, no way dot, dot, dot. And you're just like, no way. What, what type of content is this? But, and, and you're, and I'm like, how did this get 2 million views in 37 seconds? And it's super weird. And I was like, listen, I've even listened to a few podcasts where they, mentioned that where it's like the guy I was listening to called him zoomer titles where it's just like it, it, mm. there's as little information as possible and somehow that's like flipped on its head and now that's it's clickbait it's clickbait but he was he mentioned specifically on how like for smaller channels trying to grow you're still basically the way he put it was like you're trying to get as much information in so Google can index as many words as possible to show it in search but you you come to a point in popularity, and I don't know when that line is, but where you actually get more of your views from YouTube recommending your video on the homepage than people searching for your content. And once you once you cross that line, you have to title your videos as if they're being shown on a homepage, not somebody search something. Does that make sense? That's a very different type of person, somebody who's searching yeah. to find a type of video and somebody who just goes to youtube.com and you're battling with different things. In a search listing, you're battling with other videos about the same topic, but on the homepage, you're battling everything. Damn, that's, yeah, that's really interesting. It's crazy, yep. And he was like, you actually have to go complete opposite, as little information as possible. You're, it would actually hurt you to try to get indexed by Google because they're already <clears> showing <throat> your stuff. So you want to you wanna give them the vague you want to what what is this and then they click on it it's crazy and it's like a it's a weird shift that's happening mm. and uh and and i was gonna say aqua i was gonna ask like how much you um how much time you spend titling your videos because i feel like you do you're in like that absolute perfect middle ground where all of your tarkov videos have the word tarkov in it but mm -hmm. exactly i tend to get on the same side veritas where i'm like you know you know the greatest escape from tarkov reserve raid with an m4 i've ever had like i'm putting like all this information in yeah. and yours are great like a display of dominance in tarkov my final foe it's like in tarkov. it's just vague enough but it still has the word tarkov in it like i feel like yeah. you're like right on the money like do you just kind uh, of do those just I, come to you or do you spend i well sometimes i spend a lot a lot of time thinking about it like me me and my friend kings uh just sit and like think about <laughs> titles sometimes and like i'll usually like come up with like a general idea of like what i want the title to be based on like what the video is about yeah um sometimes i'll think of a title before i even edit the video because i just know in my head yeah. how i'm gonna make the video um 
but yeah i find that like you don't want to be too specific you don't want to be too vague either where people get mad that it's like clickbait well there's yeah. clickbait um, and then there's deception right like, yeah yeah like you clickbait know you have a girl that, yeah. with like a low-cut shirt and you're like look at what she does and she's like there's no girls in the video you know like that's yeah clickbait that people yeah. that's how clickbait started was people literally just lying yes. about the content of their videos and then what what ends up being good marketing like cliffhangers and like things that pull you in is now synonymous with clickbait which was this thing that everybody's mad at um, yeah. unfairly yeah i i just like it to sort like have to do with what the video is about like yeah. loosely though yeah so like my final foe in tarkov is it was about me like going to kill sanitar because i had killed i made a big deal out of all the other <laughs> scav bo bosses in my videos in the past and like each one had their own like video all about them and uh this is like much later and so i just called it like that one I knew ahead of time. I came up with it on stream, actually. And I was like, you guys like this title? Um, but yeah. And like, yeah. I yeah, I just keep it vague, but not too vague, I guess. Are they always one? Like that video is 21 minutes long. Is Is that just like a bunch of highlights? Or is that like one story you're trying to tell? Because like when I find... A lot of times I'll do a video that's like a, a bunch of highlights where there might be like a really good, you know, like 1v5 impossible, you know, survival. Yeah. But then it's nine minutes of just other funny highlights. So I always feel like I'm impossible thing, you know, slash stream highlights, escape from Tarkov, you know, like. <laughs> uh, it's for me, it's more like um, the whole thing is a story and like I collect clips as I play and I kind of just arrange them in a way that like helps me tell the story um, or like funny things that happen. Like I do a lot of voiceover during my videos. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll talk about like how, like, Oh, I learned this thing in Tarkov. Like, like I'll tell like a main overarching story and then like a bunch of little smaller stories like throughout the yeah. video. Um, and I just kind of like use clips that help me describe what's been happening to me in the game and like what I'm trying to yeah, arrive at. I yeah. wanted to, to try my hand at that content. I just feel like, I feel like it takes so much more time, but yeah, exactly. Telling like the story of you killing Sanitar, you didn't go kill him your first time. So it's clips of you trying and dying on the way clips of you loading into shoreline a voiceover of you saying you know we tried to do this and it didn't work and i you know so yeah. i brought out this gun and then it's you gearing up like you do that really well where it's not just like one raid that you just like cut but it's also not stream highlights either it's like this this story you're telling and i yeah. feel like that is a really like solid type of content on YouTube. I feel like a lot of the stuff, a lot of the other gaming channels that aren't necessarily about Tarkov that I like to watch are structured that way. And I always find myself like super zoned in on that kind of stuff. Whereas Veritas, I've in the past, I've done very similar stuff where I just like, I have my brother, I just send him like a Dropbox full of clips and he just edits a video. Like I started doing those like one a week where he just spits out just like memes, you know what I mean? Superimposed stuff and all that. 
And I actually have found success. Like there was one clip where I whiffed a shot super hard. So I threw my gun on the ground and I ran away with my hatchet. <laughs> and so I just took one frame out of that and I highlighted the hatchet and the title of the video was I gave up and became a hatchling. And it did really well, even though yeah. that was just one clip. I was like super proud of that title. And people didn't find that that was too, that was clickbaity or at least not the comments. No, no. Yeah, for sure. So it is, it is a balance, but that story driven content aqua is like it's so yeah it's so good and i've been wanting to how much time thank does you it take you though that's what i, I just uh, feel, i've been wanting to do something like that i mean i guess you get better at it the more yeah you do it, right you kind of figure out a formula like i color code all the clips like based on like what set like there's like sections of the video yeah. where I'm, I have a certain point that I'm making and I kind of just go through my clips. I'm like, oh, I could use that here, drag it down. You can use that, that there, drag it down. And then like, I like, I, I like write out like a general frame or um, like a general guide of like how I want to piece yeah. it together just from like memory of the clips I have. And then like, I'll go through and like kind of use that to help keep me on track. And like, it takes probably like 10 to 15 hours of editing each one of those i would say i usually yeah. do it over like two days yeah um or just a whole day i just sit there like i'll get up oh. like sit down at like 10 a.m and not move till like 10 p.m and like upload and then like make it live the next day um are you never done that yeah. jesse I have not for my YouTube channel, but that's all I fucking <laughs> I was... did today for hot guns. Really? And, and I have almost no footage. That was just filling out a fucking <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> that I mean, I've done that. Like I used to be a videographer before I did this. So I've like, when I sit down to edit like a wedding that I shoot, I'll sit down for 12 hours, but I've never done that for a YouTube video. For me, it's all about, well, cause especially cause when I started, once again, I started with, Okay, so I didn't start doing this to make it a full-time job. Like, I had no, like, predisposition that it's like, I'm going to be a YouTuber and a streamer one day. Like, I just yeah, know. But at the same time, I started late enough that I know that in order to really, like, kind of, like, get through, I almost had to think of it like that. That's also how I am. Even if it's a hobby, I like to just like fully big brain it and basically treat it like a job. It, that's mm -hmm. actually how I, I get the most fun out of it. So if I still had a hundred subscribers, I would just, I would be thinking about it that way. But so I went through being a husband, a father, having a full-time job. I went the, the YouTube route of like, how little time can I spend? Like what's the perfect sweet spot between the least amount of time and the most amount of like I was talking to Geeks the other day and he was like, if I was there with you, I'd punch you in the face. Nine out of 10 of my YouTube videos are recorded in one take, one single take. I sit down, record the thing beginning to end, intro, outro, export, done. Mm -hmm. Like, But if you fuck up halfway through, do you restart? No, I'll just edit. I'll just like take a second, start from that sentence, move forward, cut that sentence out. You know what I mean? But, but is it off? Do you have it scripted or is it off the cuff? Uh uh like bullet points most of it's off the cuff i just kind of have a structure of where i want to go with the video i script mine but, out to the fucking word yeah but some people that works some people doesn't but i've been wanting to like but because of that i'm kind of limited to the type of content i do a lot of, you know guides like you know what this is why these guns are underrated in tarkov and it you don't really need a script to be like this is why you just have to you know boom 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 and i can rattle that off 
But then I watch content like Aquas where I'm like, oh, he uploaded me. I'll just click on it. And then I'm just like staring at the screen 23 minutes later. I'm just like, well, I, when does he get, you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, I want to do stuff like that. So I'm in that place now where I maybe have more of a opportunity to do that now that I am doing it full time. And I've just, mm-hmm. I guess, yet to make that jump into that type of thing. Because I love it. I love consuming that content. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's probably not like the most time efficient uh, style of YouTube video, but like, it's just what I like, like to watch personally, like stuff like that. So I just try and make like a video that I'd want to watch. Yeah. um, Personally. Uh, like I Tarkov's a unique game though. That being said, like I'll also find myself watching full raids uncut. Like I love that shit. Like the game is just so, and like, I usually have pretty bad attention span, but that game is just so like, like, and, uh, it's just nice to look at. And like the, 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 the looming suspense at every turn is just like enough to make it really engaging. Um, I hate watching fucking Tarkov content. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Dude, I fucking hate it. I no like, these days, I, I, I've had so much of it that uh, yeah. I don't even like watching my own. Uh, like, Well, I, yeah. I, get, I get that. I mean, you've been probably... How long have you been playing Tarkov Aqua? Like 10 months, seriously. Okay, yeah. I, I messed around in it a few yeah. times before that, but yeah. So, I mean, you've been playing Tarkov, Tarkov the longest. I do feel, though, that to your point, Aqua, Tarkov definitely represents a unique slice of gaming content on youtube uh because i found the same thing i almost was like not pushed but like kind of backed into eventually putting entire raids on my youtube channel and they do really well Mm -hmm. a lot of times i would do clips or highlights or whatever and a lot of people you know would comment like show us the loot like what did you get out with what did you work for you know what i mean or or a lot of people are like how did you get into that situation where you were surrounded by two or three teams? And I remember having like a really good raid and I was like, you know what? It's just for science. I'm a small enough channel that if I'm not going to mess up the algorithm, I was like, for science, I'm just going to cut, cut, export and just boom. You know what and it is? It did really well. And the comments were like, oh, it was so nice to be able to see how, okay, you spawned there. How did you move through the map? How did you get to that situation? You killed six PMCs. What loot did you get out of it? How did you yeah. manage that loot? And people were like really digging it. So now I like putting that kind of stuff on my YouTube channel. When when you get that raid where you extract and you just know, you know what I mean? You're like, that was a raid. Yeah. It's super interesting. Every every raid is like a little like story. You know, yeah. there's like a start, a middle, and an end. And like um I, I like I think that's why it's such a fun game to watch on stream too. Like like every raid is its own little packaged uh story and it's just um the pacing of the game is like really good in that way um and like you know each raid is like 25 minutes or or so which is like the perfect length for a youtube video so it's like it's just it just makes sense yeah it's true it's true if you play it right and actually anton does this so well i can't tell you how many times i pulled up anton and he's like extracting from a reserve raid with like 17 seconds left and he's like 180 kilograms he just has literally (laughs) everything and if you played and but he goes into a raid playing i I don't know if it's conscious or subconscious i think he's smart enough that he does it consciously he goes into a raid i don't think he does anything on purpose (laughs) it's all he plays he plays tarkov for that 
And you notice how a lot of the times he dies, it was a preventable death because he was like going for like the hell agreed loot or something like yeah. that. He doesn't care. He lets it roll off because he knows that at some point today, he's going to get the raid where he killed six PMCs, three raiders, all of Scavvoss on reserve. He took the train out and had one limb left. And that yeah. raid's going to go on YouTube. And so he plays that way. He goes back for the loot. He'll drop the backpack, go for the Scavvoss. He'll do the thing. And then it plays a lot more like a movie where, you know, no movie is just action from beginning to end. And then no movie is just nothing for like there's acts almost there. You need to be screaming parts, at there's... your screen going, no, when, when, <laughs> when like the, the 17 year old blonde chick is like, I'll be right back. I was going to go out to the car to get the soda. <laughs> and you know that four people have just been killed. You're like, what are you doing? You need people to, <laughs> yes. to scream yes. at the monitor. And yeah, Tarkov is good for that. It is. Uh, so it's, I mean, that's kind of a perfect transition. I, I was wondering how you, because you said you've been playing for about 10 months. So that's kind of towards the beginning of, of this year. Well, you, you've known of and dabbled before. What kind of led you there? What were you playing up to that moment? Did you switch to Tarkov because of something Tarkov related? Or I know a lot of people that switched to Tarkov switched because the, the games they were maining just weren't really doing it for them anymore. And they were looking for something new. Like, how did you kind of arrive here? And did anything kind of uh, surprise you? Yeah, um, I kind of like, as, like I mentioned, I I messed around in the game before and like, you know, it the game just pissed me off more than anything at first because like I just didn't understand like why I would just like get the drop on somebody, start shooting at them and like nothing would happen. They just like wouldn't die. <laughs> and I actually made like a few like angry Tarkov videos where I was kind of like yes. expressing that I was very frustrated with the game. And like, I was like, this game is like stupid. And <laughs> like basically, <laughs> and uh, I still think that to an extent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, let's be real. but uh, no. You don't say. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I I guess like um, I started playing like right when when it wiped the not this past one but the one before that. Okay. And like I I for some reason I still don't know why I just decided like I haven't touched this game. I was playing WoW Classic before all this, gotcha. by the way, and I was like, just I randomly was like you know what i haven't thought about this game in a very long time escape from tarkov i am i was just looking for something like to do a video on and uh i was like yeah that was kind of funny i'll try that again and uh i actually did like a community post on my channel like right before that wipe like hey thinking about doing another escape from tarkov video like what do you guys think about that and it was like, it was just like a weird, like premonition almost <laughs> like I just like started doing these videos and like it was during the Raider event for before that wipe. So I was like really annoyed because I kept getting killed and I didn't understand oh why I couldn't kill gosh. the Raiders. Yeah. So I just like, uh, uh, just decided I would make a YouTube video, like being annoyed about at, at the Raiders and like, um, I kind of lost my train of thought shit. Oh yeah. And then, um, so I had a couple of other friends who were playing wow with me that also were playing Tarkov and they kind of like explained to me like how it worked and showed me that there were like quests and like yeah. tasks. Sorry. Ugh. It's like calling a, <laughs> 
calling a clip a magazine or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, um, and then like, I figured out that like the looting is like, it's almost like an MMO. Like, it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like you go in and you have to find these rare items and you have to like complete these tasks and like you level up your character and you know, all that yeah. stuff. And, and then I kind of like fell in love with it. So, so it was, that was kind of a draw, like some of those RPG mechanics where it's, you're having to find rare loot. You're having to level up your character. There's some sort of benefits or whatever. Yeah. Like, was that part of what kind of like, it's not just a first person shooter, but there's those little RPG mechanics. For sure. Like told you. Yeah. No. And I also liked the like kill another player and take their shit mechanic. Like Naturally, I played a lot yeah. of rust, like everybody likes that. But yeah, it was it was that that like really fleshed it out to be like one of my favorite games like ever. Um, so yeah, that's a nice little combo. It's like two elements of two different yeah. kinds of games that I love in one. So you so, said you've been playing for ten months. Yeah, like you know when like right before that wipe happened. I think I guess that was like ten months ago, it's right? About, it's probably about a year because that was a point twelve wipe, which happened I think in October. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So, so right, yeah, like a year. Right, yeah, right around a year. You guys okay. are both. You guys are both babies. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing for two years now, and I feel like that's when I when I started playing. I, everybody had been playing since the alpha. Like I, I was, came late, and I've been playing for three years, and I was way yeah, late to the show. Exactly. It's so. But now, ninety percent of the players like started in twenty twenty. It's a yeah. complete flip I'm, on its head. I had played a little back then. Yeah. Um, just like for two hours, I would play the game mm. and like put it down for another six months. Um, just like I used to just pick random games and like be like, I want to make a video on this and like yeah. play it for a little while and like then put it back down. But I didn't get sucked into it till, yeah, that wipe. So it was kind of almost like a surprise to stick with yeah. Arkov so long because you were just, it was more just for one or two videos and now. Here you are, the loot lord himself. <laughs> I remember I remember when you were f at least it was probably yeah, around 10 months or a year ago. Um because I hadn't I wasn't familiar with I mean there's like I always feel bad saying this as if like I don't think anybody's actually going to be offended because there's 800 bajillion YouTubers and content creators and it's like there's a lot of people that you just have There's a heard lot of, of people, yeah. And I just remember um there was a, a like a one week period of time where my chat was just like filling up with random people constantly mentioning you and talking about like the loot lord and all this stuff. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? There's a really funny. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of because people would do that and then they'd send me the clip like people being like, who the fuck is that? You know, or like, yeah, um, I don't know. I guess because the, the videos, I guess, did well on YouTube. And then kind of like went to the Twitch scene and like people just wouldn't shut up about it, I guess. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it, it, I think a lot of. Sorry. No, no it's all good. It's one, I always try to give like folks uh, the, the benefit of the doubt because it's way more awkward for content creators when like. You know, somebody's like, hey, yo, they oh. go into someone's channel and they're like, you should go duo with this person. And then 20 other people are spamming. And it's like, I don't want you to think that, you know, oh, God, I the was same thing asking, just like, happened to me. Please, like, don't like. 
I know, it's so annoying. Like, I ended up playing with Landmark the other day because my chat bullied him into it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Against but then you're my in the awkward position. If, even though you didn't ask, as soon as he's like, yeah, I'll play with the guy, then it's like, well, now I can't say no because, like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a terrible situation. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes that. People, like, want to do their thing on their yeah. stream. Like, yeah, maybe it's fun to play with other people and, like get together but let us plan it on our own terms yeah, you know it's yeah. just like it's like being on a blind date it's not good <laughs> and they it's like being on a blind date but like it's usually one of the people is far more attractive than the other like yeah, I, 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 yeah. they have more viewers yeah like this it, happened with summit I, and it was like holy fuck you know out of nowhere all of a sudden i was it went from me being like a big fan of summit to then all of a sudden we played a bunch of raids on interchange and i'm pretty sure yeah. it was because there was enough people for some reason that were spamming his chat yeah and then all of a sudden yeah. he like asked but i didn't know about it and i wouldn't have condoned it you know and exactly uh, but. yeah of course and then you don't want him to think like that you're just like trying to get in there to leech viewers yeah. or whatever like yeah it's it's terribly uncomfortable situation yeah as much as the, the but, chat ends up feeling like they did like a really cool good thing there's always that uncomfortable yeah it's like that yeah there's a I mean, way to go about this to get to this destination yeah. yeah i feel like you have to just be really on the nose about it like look my chat did this <laughs> It's great to meet you, but like, <laughs> just, but it's kind of nice too because it kind of yeah. just forces you to meet people too. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. I feel it's like definitely it's definitely weird though. <laughs> it's better. It's better when there's like less of uh, if if it's less one sided, I guess, right? Because it's yeah, you know, like me with three hundred viewers or whatever playing with Summit, and when he has forty thousand, it's like clearly one person's getting you know, and and interestingly enough. Even though you might think that you are leeching or you might think that somebody else is leeching, you're not really going to get lots of followers from that anyway. Um, you know, like I played with Shroud yeah. and I played with, and it was never for leeching, but it was always like, you know, you end up getting a three, four, hey, five, can you 10, put me, 15 followers. Can you put me in touch with those guys? <laughs> I'm <just> <laughs> uh, I'll slide into his DMs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, that's that's true. It's just like more weird than anything. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. It's just another perspective that I think like non-streamers don't have about streaming, where they they just see certain things that they either do or say as even though they mean well, without realizing there's a lot of awkwardness and like. Yeah. Yeah, and we're fucking gamers, for God's sakes. We're not good at socializing. That's why we do this. <laughs> and it's like, it's just so much harder because of that. Like, come on. That's this is why we sit in, yeah. at, our, at home, in, in at, at our computer, in the dark. Absolutely. <sighs> so well, just two you... people like that being forced together by... You know, and then having thousands of people watch it is just a, a recipe for disaster. And then being like, "We did this. We helped you." <laughs> no. Why, why aren't you? Why aren't you thanking us? <laughs> yeah. Well, now that look you... what we did for you. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've kind of been in it and you've been through, I, I mean, I guess two proper full-ish wipe cycles. I mean, we don't know when the game is going to wipe, but. Um, like now that you've kind of been in the Tarkov, I mean, you got, did you get Kappa both times? No, no I, uh, 
Yeah, I discovered the task functions too late. Um, oh, or or decided. Other, yeah. yeah, I decided that I cared about them at least too late. Because yeah. I was busy trying to learn what the value of toilet paper was, <laughs> like most of the first wipe that I played. Yes. Uh, so like the second wipe, once I knew the cost of toilet paper, then I really dove in and like, I want to get the, the Kappa. Yeah. That was so the key though. Once you find out the true value of yeah. toilet paper, you can kind of graduate yeah. from there. Yeah. No. And I and I learned about the scav bosses and I was like, I thought that would make a fun video. So I just wanted to oh, kill them. Yeah. And I didn't even know you would have to for quests later. <laughs> so I just like wasted so much time <laughs> killing them. Just before killing I, them. And then yeah. it's like, okay, go ahead and kill Killa now. Yeah, oh. it, pretty much. So right. yeah. Do you feel like how what are your kind of like general thoughts on the game now that you've kind of been in it? Because I know, I mean, at least for most people, for me, you've got that like every almost everybody that starts Tarkov hates it at first because yeah. it's just it 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 gives you an atrociously low amount of information about what you're doing, why you're doing it, why your bullets don't kill them, but why you get one tapped nonstop. Yeah, and then if you push through that phase, you're like, this is one of the greatest games ever made. Like it just yeah, you it, you, you can't stop thinking about it. And it's like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you get to the point where you're good where you're you're enjoying it and you succeed enough to feel like you're making progress, but still mm -hmm. every time something doesn't go your way, you are more gracious than you should be and just assume that it's because it's hardcore and I'm new. And then the more you play, the more you start to realize that a lot of the times you die, it's because of annoying shit that you wished that you yeah. could fix with keybinds or you can't step up onto like a shelf that's six inches above you so you have to jump and give away your position to 10 guys yeah. around you and the shit like that where yeah it's <laughs> yeah it, it there's like a period where you're just starting and you're like why do i play if i can't win i hate this <laughs> and then like you start to learn a little more and you're like oh this is so cool like yeah. i want to know more like and if you die it's like oh i died because i suck and then like you you keep playing and you're like this is the best game ever and then like all of a sudden you're like head eyes several times and like there's just desync and like no way you could have uh avoided death and like it, you like know how the game works and then you're like this is bullshit <laughs> and i like this a little bit less now have you yeah, noticed i'm definitely on that on that downward slope <laughs> have you noticed a difference so if you've been playing for like 10 or 12 months have you noticed a difference and I'm going to start asking this to fucking every guest until I I suss out some more stuff. Um, and we can talk about this maybe later, maybe in another episode. I talked a little bit more to Battle Nonsense um, about netcode-related things. But have you noticed mm -hmm. that, like, three or four months ago, let's just say I'm pulling a random arbitrary date of three to four-ish months ago, do you, did you notice any sort of change um, or, or has the game felt different to you lately or like, yes, uh, no, maybe. Yes. I, well, I would say specifically the last like two months. Okay. And what, um, what, what's changed? All of the normal people <laughs> who like play games have left the wipe. They're done with Tarkov for this wipe. <laughs> They'll be back when it wipes, yep. but they're gone. And everybody left is this little monster, a psycho, a just goblin, a goblin, a ghoul, like someone like that. And, and they are very good at killing you. 
Um, and quite frankly, I just can't handle it. <laughs> like I, I still have fun, but like I find I find myself dying a lot. Uh, not sure if that doesn't answer your question, but that's that's what I've noticed. So you find uh, yourself dying a lot, and I I. I I understand, I think, where you're coming from. It's like, I'm dying a lot, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's to people who are naturally more gifted than me in first-person shooter games. There's just something about either the way that they're playing or the way that the game feels or I just, I feel like too many, too often these days on certain servers, um, the, uh, the... Are you saying there are a lot of hackers... Well, that and because I agree, there's there, definitely a few. There's th that explains, I think, a lot, a lot of folks. Um, although I will say, that, I thought you were like dancing around a hacking accusation. No, I'm, I'm dancing around just like when you when I die, there are times where I'm like, that was a good fight. Yes, and I feel okay about it. And then mm -hmm. there are other times where I'm like. Something feels, and I, it's really hard to articulate. Yeah. Where it just, I feel like I should have won that. And it's not like an yeah. entitlement thing so much of like, I didn't no. make noise. I knew they were there. They didn't know I was there. I had to jump on them 98% of the time. Six months ago, I would have killed that dude and I would have been out of here. But for some reason, something fucked up that whole scenario, whether it was in desync or, you know, the guy teleported or whatever. All the time. And I think it's like, it's less even. And me and Veritas have talked about this quite a bit on the podcast. So I think what he's saying is like, it's less even of just saying there's been an increase of hackers or even just saying there's an increase of desync, but there's an increase of scenarios where you just feel like something's not right. Yeah. Sometimes it's obvious desync. Sometimes it's obvious hacking. And then sometimes it's not obvious anything. It's just weird. It still feels wrong. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's a good thing too, where it's like, and some people just get all like, we're being so dramatic. But when you play video games as often as we do, and it's uh, one sp specific video game, like I have no problem throwing up a GG's and be like, dude, that guy hit a shot. Like I thought I had to jump on him and he flicked on me. Like yeah. GG's bro, you hit a shot. And then there are some times where it's just like, yeah, he killed me. I don't think he cheated. It didn't look like obvious desync, but something just felt weird about that. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's when you're like just... You have the good bullets in your gun. You're not missing. You're shooting someone. And like, I did this pantomime on my stream the other day, but blood yeah. splatter, you know, you get yeah. you get hit in the yeah. upper body and it makes you do this. It doesn't mean it was a headshot. Um, mm -hmm. Or you'll see other things that I have a bunch of clips for where someone will strafe out and you'll be ready for them to strafe out. And it's just like, you, after the fight, you just kind of whiffed and you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And you yeah. see that because... Whether or not it's packet loss or ping or internet connection issues, but if you look, they're on the side of the door, and then all of a sudden they're two feet to the left of the door, and then yeah. So you're like trying. It's like trying to kill an aim uh, a speed hacker in like PUBG, where they're just zooming around, and you're just kind of like, you know, you're playing it's a crazy <laughs> game. It's like that, but you didn't. It was so subtle that you didn't realize how much they mm -hmm. were just a hard target to follow. You know. Yeah. It's like putting magnets that are opposing together. Like it's like it's almost like sometimes the guy the guy you're shooting at is like magnetically opposed to your <laughs> where you're aiming your gun. Like you yep. just can't like get on them. Yep. And, and then all of a sudden you're dead and you don't. Yeah. You're just kind of like left 
with your mouth wide open, just like what happened? Yeah. So I will say all uh, the time, I, all you, the time. Are you, you're, are you an NA? <laughs> I'm familiar with it. Are you an NA? Yeah. Aqua? Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're East Coast or West Coast. Um, East. So I would say whether it's on stream or off stream or whatever, because you'll get you'll people will at least in the Tarkov community, viewers will flame you for pretty much anything you do, no matter what you do. But um, yep. I would say try, try some West Coast servers, and try if you can, depending on what your ping is, um, Europe servers. Just pay attention mm. to how things feel across NA West, NA East, and Europe, and let me know. Let me know what you notice because I've, uh, I've noticed quite a bit of interesting things uh over the last three months and uh I, I want more people's opinions on this okay which by the way i told you the other day the last week veritas that i had switched to some more like mid midwestern i guess servers dude i had like three really good nights and then the worst week of tarkov of my entire life <laughs> the desync was so bad. So, how far west did you go? Did you go all the way to the coast? Through me? <laughs> because yeah, yeah. Like, like I choose Seattle okay. and fucking California, and because I mean Are my ping guys... is only eighty. I'm on on my east coast, but uh, I can yeah. connect to London and get ninety ping, or California and get eighty or ninety ping. Yeah. Um. So I need to mess around more. I jump. I need to jump around more because I I I went to some other servers too and had some of the worst desync I've ever experienced ever. But and that was after having a few days of like really really solid type performance. So I don't really know. I don't have a big enough sample size yet. I guess I've just been rocking that auto <laughs> like the yeah, whole yeah. time. I uh, yeah. I'll, I you know I was playing with Estilla yesterday too, and he was like, "I'll invite you because I have specific servers selected or whatever." And I was just like. I didn't really realize that people like chose server. Like I I've heard people talk about it obviously, but I didn't realize yeah. like, I thought it was just like during like high traffic times, like during wipe people pick certain servers and stuff. I just, um, yeah. Now hearing you guys talk about that as well, maybe I will pick some, <laughs> maybe I will, yeah, maybe I'll sort, have a better time. <laughs> you can sort by ping. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I would, I, just give it a try for a couple yeah. hours, as as long as the ping doesn't jump up and you don't get like kicked <clears throat> or whatever. Um, I noticed that I'll ha the well, I won't, I won't, I won't sully the experimental data that's already. That's you don't already want to give been, out that secret. That's already <laughs> your, your servers that you like. You don't yeah. want the the bad boys in there. Yeah, give, I it, give it a give it a try and let me know. Um, definitely follow up with me if if, if you uh, if you're able to try because I want to know what you what I you will. think. Um, I'm gonna start West Coast. See how that goes. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's 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 been interesting for sure. It's one of those. Uh, we're just at that point now. Yeah, we're like the the magic of Tarkov is still there, but. At the same time. Oh, no. Jesse died. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Wait, he's back. That was that was a proper just full down internet. Yeah, that was a, sorry about that. That was man. a prap whore. A prap whore. It came back pretty fast. That's nice at Dude. least. It just went away. Try clicking that like. 
participants thing again? Maybe like check I, and uncheck it. I can't. <laughs> what the fuck, mate? Hey. Oh! Oh no! I no! <laughs> ah, severed head! Oh, oh no! I notice your van's shirt. Yeah. Did you skateboard? Why? No. There's two of you now. Well, I tried. Dude, what is. <laughs> I tried to. I was never very good at it. Let's just leave it like this. Why are there two of you? Um, yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I really, really wanted to skateboard. I just wasn't very good at it. Yeah. I landed a pop shove at once. It was the greatest moment of my life. Pretty cool, though. Oh, I keep forgetting. I'm supposed to. I have to have film me doing a. 360 flip oh yeah for sensei right yeah see the thing is is that you can I... still do it well i mean i <laughs> i can i'll i if you give me a hundred tries yeah i will land one <laughs> yeah i'm in the same boat then, i would say and then if if I happen to only show the one that I land, it looks like I can just land a 360 foot. 100%. Um, the problem is is that I do seven or eight, and then my legs start burning and my lungs hurt, and I have to yeah. go inside and eat <laughs> injuries. Yeah. And I that's... can't do anything for the rest of the day. I didn't realize when I was a kid, but skateboarding is such a tremendous cardio yeah. vascular experience. Uh, I get so winded so quickly like i i just decided to pick up just doing flat ground tricks um a couple months ago i haven't in a couple months either but for like for like two weeks i was just like into it for some reason i was like oh i was like relearning all my tricks and like and i was like oh i'm very very tired though <laughs> this is like really <laughs> difficult i can't do this as much as i used to yeah you know, it's probably because i'm out of shape we used to do our insane cardiovascular things the worst yeah. part was for me is that like because these days i'll hop on my skateboard if i'm like taking like the trash out or whatever you know and i'll just like skate down the driveway to like put it in the front. yeah that's but, what i do but you know what I don't know if it's just my old rickety bones or if for some reason, well, actually, or if it's my bones bearings, um, but um, Swiss I, bones, I, baby. I'm on the skateboard, <laughs> just rolling along the pavement and my spine, it's like, oh, it's like so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, am I, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's, it, it's hard to just stand on it now. Yeah, it's unpleasant. That's how you know. Is that is it? Is no, you're, you're over the hump. You're over the hump. No, it's not just you. It's just and it's very it's loud. It's so loud. It's very loud. God, it hurts it's and it's loud. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I just moved actually, so I was like using a skateboard to like carry stuff from the car, and I would like skateboard down the driveway and like to bring stuff into the uh, garage, and like I just was so like. This is efficient, yet I also hope none of my new neighbors are seeing this because they're going to think like, oh, who's this skateboard idiot? He was a skater boy. He moved into yeah. our neighborhood boy. Yeah. Yeah. I. You ever get one of those those little, they called them hoverboards, but they weren't hoverboards. The thing you just stand on, you lean forward and you go forward, oh. you lean back. 
Segway? I think you're talking about the Segway. No, 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 no. The one that the, the Casey Neistat on. one. Yes, the Casey Neistat one. My yeah, sister got segway. one. Segway. I'm pretty sure he invented no. this. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm leading into an inside joke that none of you guys get. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> that pro, happens. Pro, pro tip. Pro tip. This this will be your new favorite thing. Whenever someone's trying to describe a car, let's say someone's talking about like an El Camino, and they're like, you know, like the truck where it's kind of like a truck, but like, oh yeah, the Segway. Just just be like, no, 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 no matter what, just be convinced without any it's doubt. Yeah, they're just, no, I, dude, I know what you're talking about. I've seen them. It's the Segway. People, it's the best kind of pain and suffering you'll see oh, in someone's eyes. I was, can inflict on someone. Oh. I was literally livid with you just then for doing that. I hated that. <laughs> you <laughs> You absolute. <laughs> 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 That was wild. Did you just leave? <laughs> you killed me. You killed me, chat. I couldn't. I couldn't think of any sound effects. Juice <laughs> time, baby. You're still on your voice, by the way. Oh. <laughs> Oh you, fuck! I was yeah, pushing the wrong you, button. You weren't oh, hitting. I, the blue. I thought he knew. I thought oh, he fuck. knew. No. That's why you got oh, I messed weird. that up. Wait, let me do it again. Yeah, I don't actually say it when I do it. I like just like. I, yeah, I fucked that up. I was hitting the FX button. Hold on, Veritas. You f ass mother. There, there you go. There we <laughs> that's, go. We'll that's what I meant to do. Slice that in in post, and it'll it'll be perfect. You know what? That actually. That comes off totally different than when you're like, you fucking asshole. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to do that. I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. The thing is, is that you... It was for the joke. You were talking... So I couldn't... I didn't even hear We still didn't understand. Oh, that probably was just really weird and stupid. Then, Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. He's on to something, Whoops. chat. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What were we talking about before my internet? So Skateboarding? Really... Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, we were talking about skateboarding, that's for sure. Mm. Um, I don't know. Something Tarkov related. I don't know. Are you... what? Moving forward, I guess. So, I don't know. We There's a lot of stuff going on that's like we were saying, that a lot of situations that are frustrating. At the same time, though, what are you, like, looking forward to the most? Like, is, was there anything in 12.8 that really, like, stood out to you? Is there anything, even, like, even like past that vision, like, I don't know, are you excited for Tarkov to go open world? Is there anything in the game that you might say, hey, you know what I mean? Things are feeling weird. I might still play it or put it down, but I'm still insanely hopeful because of, you know, X or something. I'm 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 on board with Tarkov for yeah. the foreseeable future. Um, like when it wipes, I can't see myself not playing it. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's sad, right? Yes, <laughs> I can't see is. myself not not I, doing I, it. I uh, I never wanted to like focus on one particular game so much with my channel, but it just always happens. I like decide I like a certain game more than other games and I just like play it a lot so I do a lot of stuff yeah. on it and uh, that's kind of what happened with Tarkov 
And um, to answer your question, <laughs> I'll just say the blood thing I think is going to be cool. Like trailing blood after, because like so many times I'll shoot someone, and they'll just weasel yeah. away, and I'll never see them again <laughs> and, until they uh, shoot you in the back of the head. Right, yeah. and I think that would be nice. And yeah. uh, I'm excited for streets. I one of my fondest memories in Tarkov was me and my buddy Solly just sitting up on that awning in interchange with a with a couple like M700s or something just like sitting up there and we were we were both it was raining in game it was raining in real life and we were both eating lunch <laughs> in real life and we were just like man this is a good sandwich and just like talking about our sandwiches and hanging out like it was like, just like a cozy old guys little... sitting in rocking yeah. chairs on the porch Right. And then you see people and, uh, like, oh shit, oh shit, bogeys, bogeys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You put down the sandwich for a second and take a yeah. shot. Take a snack. And, uh, and um, I know people are like, you fucking exit, you exit camping camper. mother. Yeah, you. Um, I, yep. We were just chilling, dog, all right? Chill. Just say anyway. shooter born in heaven. You'll get away with it. Well, I was doing Shooter Born in Heaven, yes. Oh, well, there but you go. Still. You didn't even have to lie. We were just chilling regardless. And uh, Streets, I think, is going to be kind of like that. Just yeah. posting up in some random apartment with a sniper rifle and eating a sandwich. Like, I'm excited about that. Oh, damn. It's... That actually sounds just like really... I'm just going to take the guitar out, sit on a roof, and just Bro. Pluck, pluck along. Yeah. And just wait for, like, movement. Right. Bro. I like <laughs> that. Did you see? I want stuff like that makes me want them to add VoIP in Tarkov. Dude, I do want VoIP too. Yeah. I don't know if you saw Deadly Slums, one of his more recent DayZ videos, but I was watching him live the day where it's, you know, it's DayZ and you're running around, you're zooming in, you're looking, and he starts hearing something in the distance. And there were two guys in a barn in DayZ up in the top. And in real life, they both had guitars. And they had their VoIP set to the loudest setting. And they were just singing about like, little buddy, we're going to come kill you. And it was just like, yeah. like, like Deadly called them the bards, the bards. <laughs> of they were just like singing songs about people that ran by and stuff. Oh, my and God. Yeah. Why am like, I not doing this? Dude, it was so funny. It was so funny to see Deadly like experience this and stuff. And yeah. like with the streets, if it's going to be so big, VoIP would just be like a riot. Oh, God. oh my God. Imagine <laughs> just being like, hello. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm in the well. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I, was I was very, very anti VoIP in Tarkov. And then I started playing DayZ these past mm -hmm. few weeks, just a little bit, just to do something like I'll play a few hours of Tarkov and then switch to DayZ. And now I'm like, dude, VoIP might actually be a good time because it's crazy how you'd think. It's you an infinite content it, machine, dude. Yeah, you just Boy, think it's, it's amazing. I always think of the worst. Like, I just think it's going to be somebody blaring music or yelling racial slurs or something. But then you get into like a Daisy and it's hilarious. And so, I don't know, man. It, it's I a think free it dog could... tag. If they're spamming music, it's a free dog tag. And yeah. you can like be able to mute, you know, if you really, really yeah. need to. But otherwise, I think it would. Here's the thing too many. Too many content creators, I think, initially were against VoIP solely because they were worried about TOS and, you know, it's, yeah. hey, what about this game where they people just run around and, you know, scream, whatever. 
okay, I get that, but at the same time, there are plenty of other examples where that's not the case, and there's yeah. it's not like there's an infinite, especially in Tarkov, when it's not like people can, you kill him and he's gone, he's out of the game. It's not like COD where they'll like respawn and they yeah. can bug you over and over and over again. Um, but so many content creators were against it because you know people screaming racial slurs. So then all of the viewers just said. Oh, okay. Yes, I must be against it because insert streamer here said they're against it. So now I'm globally yeah. against it, you know, because everybody just says, but think about all the things that it's like, but they're ignoring the, the fucking stories that can yeah. be told and the, the fucking amazing moments like, it, it, and then other people talk about like, oh, well, you're going to ruin my immersion because Dicky Needle, stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Hold it. Stop. Stop. Hold it. Stop. Wait. Hold it. That's actually that's, really good. That's really fucking yeah. <laughs> immersive, you know, like, yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, it would be so fucking cool. Imagine if I, uh, I got killed by uh, someone streaming yesterday, and I, I was actually convinced they were a fucking cheater until I went back and watched, um, and it was like another moment where you're like, okay, I, you know, I learned, uh, that my initial assumptions about information that someone has was probably, yeah. you know, unfair because how limited it is. But, um, but I could have been like, bro, if you're not a cheater, like, let me live because I just found that like, oh, blow, blow, blows, whatever the fucking stem, oh. the cocktail stem, and I've been looking for it for two months now. And the one time I get it, I'm t- twenty fucking feet away from the elevator to extract, and I'm getting pinched by two guys who are just sketchy as hell. They they just heard me, um, and I didn't realize it. But I would have just been like, "Please!" And it, and, yeah. it, and it would have been possible that they'd be like, "Nah, dude, we get your back. We'll cover you." You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can't do that when it's hold your fire, stop, hold your fire. You know, like. Yeah. Voip, Voip will change the game a lot. Every encounter will have some sort of verbal exchange. Almost everyone. Yeah. I think, and because uh, you're in a stalemate a lot of the time in Tarkov when you're fighting. Um. And like, I think you there's going to be trading. I die instantly. So I don't, I wish sometimes I like in dorms, I play a yeah. lot of dorms. That's why. So like, there's going to be people trying to trade. There's going to be a lot more teaming, like on the fly with strangers. Yeah. There's going to be, um, imagine robbing you raid. You be able to trade items. I never even thought yeah. about that. Imagine being like, yeah. dude, I've got this. I like, I've got a, a, a the folder, intelligence folder. Like, I don't need it for a quest. Do you need it? Because I can drop it for you. Like, holy shit. Yeah, if, yeah. Do you think, though, that, like, and this is just a genuine question, because, like I said, I used to be very anti, but I, I'm coming around to thinking it would be, like, amazing. Do you think, though, that, like, because in a game like DayZ or Rust or something where the whole point is, like, perpetual survival, right? It's just, like, just stay as live as long as you can. In Tarkov, the only thing that I see is, like, there's no reason there's no reason to like stick with that person really for a super long time because like in day Z, you know, if you're going to be on that character for weeks, there's only so much loot you can carry. You don't need anything else that the experience is the thing, but in Tarkov, because it's centered around this offline stash where getting your ruble count up is the most important thing. If you're at the campfire extract there's no reason for me not to kill you. Like, there's no reason for me to not just take more of your stuff, make more money when I get back to the thing. Whereas, like, a game like Daisy or Rust, that's just not even really what it's about. Do you think 
that Tarkov needs some sort of shift or incentivizing that type of play style? Or do you think maybe it'll just happen naturally if the if the raids get longer, maps get bigger, and more players come inside? Do you think that will kind of naturally start to flow into that realm? Yeah. I think bigger maps, longer raids, more maps being connected. So it's like more yeah. of a like you have to like find food on the go and like because you're going to yeah. get hungry because you're in there so long and like it's more of a survival situation. And I think that like in Tarkov now, like when someone is like, you know, trying to be my friend, I just yeah. fucking shoot them because there's no VoIP. So you don't form like an actual connection with them. Yep. Yeah. There's no reason to care about them. But with VoIP, I think that uh, if you like actually like talk to each other, they're less likely to like turn on you and like you might actually like make a That's friend, true. God forbid. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like imagine imagine how many trolls in Twitch chat if 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 they had to turn on their fucking webcam and their microphone rather than type it, if they had to look you in the eyes yeah. and say the thing to you, how many how much trolling would go down? I just feel it's like true. you you get a little glimpse of that every now and then we're like sometimes I'm shooting at a guy and then we're like at a stalemate and then I'm healing and I'll say like hold your fire and then they'll say hold your fire and then I'll be like hold your fire like 27 times you know like <laughs> knives only okay and then all of a sudden it's like other people come and then all of a sudden now it's fucking two people against it's a fucking amazing that's happened yeah. that's happened and before it's it's the you know best what? and it would be better it, if we it, could talk it's yeah. kind of true and the more that I think about it cuz I'm just kind of like processing through it the more that I think about it yeah it's it's less that the game needs to incentivize you but more it's just the natural human connection is that is the the tie that binds it's that like i don't want to kill you like now because you seem funny and we're yeah. having a good time and it's it's been funny because like i don't know if you guys have experienced but like experienced this or heard this but it feels like how many times over the past few months have people said that like pvp is like a terrible way to make money like pvp is the, there's no way you can make money pvping it's the way to make money in Tarkov is looting. Is you know it's what avoiding I mean? combat altogether. It's avoiding, yeah. it's avoiding combat and it's looting. So like I popped into like Hyper Rats stream who he uh, placed really high in the uh, the the Pestley tournament and he's got like 650 million rubles. And I was just like, I was like, how, like first I was like, where do you get, you're a god at this game. Like you're killing everybody you see. Where do you get most of your money? And he was like, oh, I leave most of the P PMC loot behind. I just go for the loot you know he goes reserve and he hits the you know all the military tech so in a way it is actually it's it's almost going to be more of like an emotional hurdle to get people to trust people because tarkov for the three years it's been out has been kos just if you see him kill him yeah it's gonna be that but the game is almost set up that way because another great thing is not only just trading, but it's like, do you have the key to this room? I have a yeah. quest and I haven't found yeah. the key yet. It's like, oh yeah, I do. And I already did that quest. Let's go. Like stuff like that can happen. So I, I actually think you might be right where it, it might not need any sort of external incentive. It's kind of built that way where looting is profitable. The longer you're in a raid, the more sur the survival elements come into play. And uh, the human connection is a lot stronger than I think than we think sometimes i think it's there's the possibility of there being like waves or like meta shifts yeah. because think about it imagine if all of a sudden tomorrow everybody said uh, we're not gonna fight we're just gonna loot right well then now what that means is everybody has a backpack full of expensive shit 
Well, now all of a sudden, I'm kind of like, if I shoot you for your armor that's expensive, or your gun, you know, that that parts might be expensive, but now it's like your backpack's full of fucking circuit boards and, you know, screws and nails and all the things that are worth fucking 20,000 rubles a slot. It's like, so then all of a sudden it could swing back to kill on sight, you know? So it's like a really weird... But but that's fun, you know. Like <laughs> when you yeah. meet someone, you have to vet that, like, kind of size them up if they're gonna turn on you. For sure, you know. For sure, yeah, that yeah. used to happen in Rust all the time, cause like people they would have like a pipe shotgun, and it was before like they made it so whatever weapon you have, you could see it on the person's back. Mm-hmm. So like you'd meet someone. It kind of like a naked would walk up to you like, hey, and like you'd, you'd start talking and then they just be like, boom, and just shoot you. But like that was always a risk. So, I mean, like it's that kind of idea. I think that's kind of like fun, like like meeting someone and then like worrying, like kind of watching your bat. Like that's yeah. just like a fun dynamic to me. And like and people it- won't always kill you. They yeah. won't. It's interesting too to see like because I've been getting a little bit more interested in Daisy just been playing it. I've been watching Smoke a lot more cuz he's been he he mains Daisy and plays it. And it's so interesting to see it's 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 really funny to see how often when two friendly people meet. It's like, yo, hey, do you want to like I'm heading to Northwest, do you want to do it? Yeah. And they link yeah. up they'll link up and they'll be friends forever. And those two friendly people get immediately violent to anybody else. We're like, yeah, like smoke. It's like, Oh, Hey, Hey, you want to, Oh, okay. Let's do it. They're like bros now. And now anyone else they see, it's like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. And it's yeah. just like super fun, but it's hilarious to see that happen. Those teams form. And then it's not just like the whole map is like, all right, let's all share the loot. There's still a lot of aggression. It's so funny to see that kind of shift happen with like two people. That'll happen a lot, I bet. Um, I agree, yeah. Because people, people like, don't like to play by themselves sometimes. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll find that one other person to kind of, like, have that, like, almost, like, um, like, you just feel, like, now that we're together, we're going to, like, dominate now, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. that kind of dynamic. So, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. Dude. I think I think I've like completely flipped my script on VoIP. Like I'm, I just think it's, time it's for Nikita exciting. to decide. Just say it's not going to happen. I know he's been so back and forth on it. So well, there's good arguments for both sides for sure. It's just if, if it's just a, what do they want a, the game to be? If there's a button where you can say turn VoIP off, which is already in the menu, if you go to your audio settings, it's already there. There's already a slider yep. for for in-game voice volume or whatever. Yeah. Um. Then I see no reason why. Yeah. If you don't I want it. That- turn off and that's yeah. kind of what i said even when i didn't want it i was like if they add it and they just give you an, an ability to turn it off it kind of doesn't hurt anybody you know yeah I mean? you could still play the exact same way with it yeah. off i think it goes back to personally i completely agree with what you were just said aqua before that was like you said it it just depends on what they want the game to be like that yeah. I mean, so it's like that's just what I want to know, you know what I mean? Because like there, there's a lot of like really cool, big picture vision stuff on the table, open world, huge servers with 40, 50 players, maps getting connected, survival yeah. mechanics for, for, since I've started playing the game, there's been a radiation symbol over my health. Like 
am I what? Like, is there like, <laughs> yeah. so, so all this stuff just kind of looms around and we don't know. And I think that's kind of like, at least personally, what I would love to see is like some sort of direction, just like, this is kind of where we want to go with it and, and what we want in the game and what we don't. And I get that it's a living, breathing thing, but at the same time, I'm sure they kind of know where they're going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure people, people's opinions sway it a little bit too. Like, there's a ton of people who are like, yes, if it's open world and like more survival, like it would be the most amazing game with like people go looting things and bringing them back to their hideout and yeah. like, and like, uh, meeting people and trading and negotiating and like, Hey, do you have the key to this door? Like you said before. Um, and then there's plenty of people who, who just like it as is like, they love yeah. that like isolated raid situation yeah, I, I would describe it's like 50 50, I, I think. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I, I, may, I might be making that up, but I don't know. It, it would be a totally different game. Yeah. In each direction, too. So I don't know. Yeah. But I guess we'll see. I feel like we'll have yes. to have we'll have to have Aqua on again. I feel like there's so many uh, so many so much more shit I want to talk about. Dude, uh, <laughs> I would love to. I would love to be on uh, again. This is a blast. I'm, and I'm glad I'm glad I you you went from just this rando dude who was <laughs> the loot lord, you know, uh that everybody spammed that I'm like, "Great, is this somebody I got to fucking loathe or <laughs> you know, you turn out to be fucking radical awesome dude." Yeah, um, it's just goofing around. But thank you. Yeah. No, I I think some people were like, "Who the fuck is this asshole now?" Like what kind of what kind of fucking like completely self-centered asshole name who refers to themselves as something like that but yeah it was... just shows up and starts I am the loot lord. Lord. I'm like i've yeah. never heard of this guy who the fuck yeah. are you yeah. yeah exactly i i it was a total uh you know self-deprecating joke <laughs> but uh people didn't realize that obviously yeah. but yeah well that's what happens when it's your birthday yeah, every oh, day. Oof. Jesus. Everybody, yeah. we got Phil's birthday man in chat for for Aqua. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate you. You don't on. have to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me, you guys. This was fun. It's nice yeah. talking to you for you know an extended amount of time. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so. I mean, I love. We love just just shooting it with people, not just about Tarkov, but it's also cool to get everybody's perspectives on the game and what they're excited for. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, and to everybody that's hanging, thank you all for, for hanging with us. This is a, a weekly show. This podcast, if you missed part of it or whatever, will be on Spotify and all the audio platforms later uh, in the week or early next week, and the video will be on my YouTube channel early next week as well. Uh, and if you don't already, please, 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 Aqua FPS, the little thing right here, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Please go check oh, them out. Amazing. You're too content. kind. Come on. Seriously. seriously. I mean, you know, you know the loot lord already, but just in case the seven of you that are, are watching, please go check them out. So uh, it's a weekly show. We'll be back next week. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned in the future. And uh, yeah, until next time, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye.